Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herich here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was a, a strong end to the week for our markets, an exciting news day all around, uh, pretty interesting end to the week here. Uh, as last night, the Senate passed Biden's new $1.9 trillion stimulus plan. Of course, they couldn't do it with bipartisan support, so they, they basically ran this thing through with Kamala Harris casting the tie-breaking vote here. And, you know, we've been talking about liquidity here for a long time. Certainly not the worst thing. Uh, apparently, debt is not an issue for, for anybody anymore, at least uh, until the party's over. So we'll see how that plays out. But the market seemed to love it today as we got new all-time highs right out of the gate. And this has been our story here for some time. If you've been tuning in with us, we've been hitting it hard. Liquidity, liquidity, liquidity with $20 trillion plus now of global liquidity, monetary, and fiscal stimulus in the system. As we've been saying, that makes it really hard for our markets to have a meaningful correction here. And it's why we've been so bullish on this market as we have for some time now, going back to the election, we said that no matter who won, that this market wanted to head higher. And that's where we are again today as we hit new all-time highs for the Russell 2000, S&P 500, and the NASDAQ. So back-to-back days now of new all-time highs for, for those three of our major indexes. The Dow is working on it just a couple hundred points away from a new all-time high as well. And then this morning, we also got back last month's job report, coming back, uh, missing on expectations of 105,000 jobs being created, finishing with 49,000 jobs created. But when you take a look under the hood of this report, it wasn't all bad. On the positive side, we did see wage increases that beat expectations. The unemployment rate fell from 6.7% to 6.3%, and Continuing claims hit a new low since the beginning of coronavirus insanity. Now, of course, we do still have 4.7 million Americans who remain unemployed, uh, a shockingly high number. You hope to see that that continues to decrease. But like I said, it wasn't all bad. We also saw consumer net worth increase significantly. It's on track. Check this out on track to be up 20% year over year. That is, that's pretty amazing given the year that that we just had here. And according to Evercore, a 20% increasing consumer net worth should lift GDP by a huge 3% if all else is equal here. And that usually lags, uh, GDP compared to consumer net worth usually uh, consumer net worth usually leads GDP by about six months. So, from a market point of view, that looks to be incredibly bullish uh, going forward. We also saw consumer discretionary, the ETF, uh, the sector hit a new all time high today as well. So the consumer is strong, uh, makes up so much of our economy. A big portion of why we're seeing small caps rally as well. So good to see. And we see small caps rallying like this, consumer discretionary uh, hitting uh, new highs and consumer net worth higher. That means the consumer is strong, and that's what you want to see here. Uh, that's 
why it's been so hard for us not to remain uh, or to, to be anything other than bullish on our markets right now. But of course, you know, when you see that top line number of missing on, on job creation, the, the focus then is, well, now's time for stimulus. It seems like perfect time to pass this stimulus. And that's, that's how it's going to look again with 4.7 million Americans unemployed, uh, a shockingly high number. It makes perfect sense to get stimulus passed right now, even with our markets at all time highs. So we'll continue to see that liquidity pumping into the system, continuing to see as we see it, our stock market going higher. After the report this morning, though, there was a slight pullback in the market, nothing meaningful here, but after about 30 minutes, uh, the markets didn't look back. It was off to the races from there. As I mentioned earlier, we got three new all-time highs today. We were led by the Russell 2000, up 1.4% to 2,233. We were followed there by the NASDAQ, up 0.57% to 13,856, which was interesting. Uh, makes sense that it wasn't our leader because the tech sector did finish lower on the day. It hit a new all-time high yesterday and then down just two-tenths of 1%, so nothing huge there. But as we talk about here, we want to see tech lead the market and you want to see semis lead tech. Well, today, the semis led to the downside. As I mentioned, tech down two-tenths of 1%, the semis down 0.73%. They've been moving sideways since their highs in about mid-January, uh, something to pay attention to here. Not a huge cause for alarm here yet. They hit their lows of January on, on January 27th. So we want to see that low hold. We've got a couple percentage points above that still right now. But if we, start to, if we break that support level, it, it could be a little bit of a move lower after that. So again... No real cause for concern at this point, but something that we're watching here closely. I wanted to make sure that y'all knew about it here as well. After that, we were followed by the S&P 500 up 0.39% to 3,886. And lastly, the Dow up uh, three-tenths of 1% to 31,148. So a strong day to close out the week for our markets. We also saw the VIX down another 4% today. Talk about a collapse here in the VIX. I mean, well, a little over a week ago, uh, the end of January spiking up to a 37 in really short order there and then falling quickly almost back to the lows since the beginning of coronavirus insanity. Remember in March, it got all the way into the 80s and then has been declining ever since the low on it is just over a 19 so to hit just under a 21 here we're getting pretty close to the lows there on the vix volatility uh, other than the the short squeeze stocks seems to all but have disappeared here looking at our internals on the day advances beating out declines and also in this group hitting a new all-time high for this indicator in both the nasdaq and the nyse here so Strong shrink, uh, strong strength, uh, just strong action from this indicator. As we talk about here all the time, we got our markets hitting new all time highs today. Saw a number of sectors hitting new all time highs, and the internals hitting new all time highs. Folks, as nothing other than bullish. Bear markets usually don't start when 
our, our major indexes are at new all-time highs. New highs begets new highs. As we, we say, here, say that here often. So advanced declines coming back just under 2 to 1 positive for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. But new 52-week highs and lows continue to be where the strength is at. At, we're now back to the levels from a few weeks ago where we got huge beats, and we saw it today. 735 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just eight hitting new 52-week lows. Folks, there's no other way to say it than strength and, and very bullish action here. Lastly, volume coming in solidly positive as well for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. Looking at our sectors on the day, we finished with 10 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day, starting with our one laggard. As I mentioned, it was tech down just over two-tenths of 1%. So not what you want to see there. But when you finish with 10 out of our 11 sectors positive, it's, it's tough to complain. We were led by materials, followed by communication services, which hit a new all-time high today. Energy, which has been on a tear here, oil hitting it's another new post-lockdown high as well. I'll get to that here more in a second. Followed there by consumer discretionary. As I mentioned earlier, that sector hitting a new all-time high today. Followed by consumer staples and utilities. Some of our, our even ones on the day were financials and healthcare. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold up nicely on the day, 1.13% to 1,811 an ounce. Silver up even more, 2.6%, and we remain extremely bullish on the precious metals as a whole, but really silver here in particular, like I said, up 2.6% to $26.91 an ounce. Copper having a good day as well, up just under 2.3% now to $3.63 a pound. As I mentioned earlier, oil rallying again today, highest level since the coronavirus lows, and this is another group that we remain bullish on here. And we've talked about this some here, but to quickly recap, that's exactly what we said going into a Biden administration. In order for them to usher in the Green New Deal and to rationalize this shift to alternative energy, they need oil to be expensive and likely over $100 a barrel. It's really the only way at, at the current technology levels that solar and wind can be profitable compared to oil. Now, I have no problem with alternative energy, but we need to be real about this. There needs to be a weaning off of this process. I mean, I think the future really is you know, nuclear and solar. We need other energy sources that are more renewable and I love to think about this topic because you got to think about it in a very futuristic point of way, right? One of these days, and it, it, I'm hope, hopeful that it'll be in my lifetime, but certainly in my kids' and grandkids' lifetime, that we will become an interplanetary species, as Elon Musk has often said is, is his goal to bring in this new age. And when you get to that, when you're off-planet, you have to find other sources of energy. And nuclear really seems to be the only option because if you're in deep space, you have no access to solar power. So it has to be nuclear or, or some other form of energy there. But we're not there yet. And to, to quickly shut down the oil industry like we have seen could cause some serious problems, as you see in other countries where you start to see rolling blackouts. We don't want that here. Uh, 
and we have time. So that's that's how how we see it here. But of course, they're going to try to move it move quickly on the Green New Deal to usher it in. And so our price target on oil remains at $100 a barrel. We see that in the next 12 to 18 months. You're already seeing it in gas prices going higher. And the inauguration was uh, two weeks ago. So that is a trend that we see continuing here. Oil, like I mentioned, up again today, new post-lockdown coronavirus insanity highs up 1.28% to $56.95 a barrel. And lastly for today, cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin up slightly, just over two-tenths of 1% to 37,715 a Bitcoin. And then as I've been talking about on the podcast here this week, mentioned on my other two podcasts, Ethereum. And we don't focus a whole lot on cryptocurrencies here, but what's happening with Ethereum has been pretty exciting to watch. Uh, Other than Bitcoin, it's one of the largest ones out there and has been significantly outperforming Bitcoin as of lately and up another 4.69% today, hitting a new all-time high of 1,716 here for Ethereum. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday for the close.